Hey, Craig. Let's get into some coffee talk. Hey, I love it. I love doing some coffee talk. Well, you know, talk about what? Dogs, tortoise, whatever. It's coffee talk. Coffee talk. You know what's funny about what you just said to me? What, Mr. Craig? Well, I was complaining about this other thing that I'm working on and how I had to hire one of the people that was actually one of our guests, Urzabit Pifko. Shout out. Uh, to do a, a contract, right? To write up a contract. And I said, uh, $1,500. bucks." Yep. And I said, I guess. That's, <laughs> that's less than a third that you'll make in one month. Just to put the wheels on the car. Mm-hmm. Well, how about to wrap say? the insurance around the car? Ooh. Do a little, said, a little wrap. I said, Baha. Aha. And then we said it takes money to make money, yo. It does. Right? Yeah. And you know, you talk to agents and I sure agents and they'll we'll talk about our lead spend. Oh, I gotta cut back my costs. I can't I can't spend this on leads. Right. But how are you gonna generate activity and, and revenue if you don't spend on leads. I think at times us as agents put on our, on our agent hat rather than our business hat. And I Ooh. think the business hat Ooh, will tell you that the, your agency should be a money machine. Mm-hmm. You should have systems and processes in which you invest X amount of dollars and then you get X amount out. Based on the systems and processes, you create predictable income. And I think a lot of times we look at the immediate return rather than the one year, two year, three year. That's the whole reason why we're in this business is because of the reoccurring revenue. So you need to figure out what's your lifetime customer value and really how much do you make per person? Because even if you make $5 more than that, and you're putting money in and you're bonusing and all this stuff, you're going to net so much more money. And at the end of the day, that's what we need to do. Well, and all of the benefits of being a business owner, right? Like the lunches and all the other expenses. The sleepless nights. The stress. (laughs) No. I mean, you wouldn't be able to tell, but I'm I'm actually 21. (laughs) Right. But, but it actually eliminates all that stress. So investing a little bit more and creating that predictable income based on your systems and processes will create less stress. It will cost more upfront, will net you more later. Guaranteed. But Jason, what? I don't have any money. I don't have any cash flow. How am I supposed to invest in something when I don't have any money in the first place? You got to borrow against the business or borrow. And you know what? That's the bottom line. That's how we all got into this. Originally, we all borrowed and we got to a certain point and we, sometimes we need to borrow again. And basically, if you're not willing to do that, then you don't have enough faith in your systems and processes. Yes. So go back to your systems and processes, well, document it. it. Go get a job. Yeah. Because it's oh, not going to change. That'd be a nightmare. If, doing, if you keep doing the same thing. Right. And expect the different results. We all know what that is. But if 
if you continue, like, when is there going to be more? Right? Mo money, mo money, mo money. Mo problems. But if you, <laughs> if you keep doing the same thing, right? Oh, I have to cut back. The second you're cutting back, like, when is it going to change where all of a sudden some magic extra amount of money is coming in? You always have to be increasing the top line of your right. business. Always. Yeah. If you're cutting back, you're, di- you're cutting off the lifeblood. Mm-hmm. The, putting money into the business is the lifeblood. You've got to grow it. You got to keep it. It'll never be flat. It'll either be mm-hmm. growing or dying. One of the two. One yeah. of the two. Well, the beauty is, okay, right? You, you talked about a, a predictable systems income. and processes to create predictable income, right? Yes. So, so the beauty of what we do is we have all the numbers. We have the equation, you know, sure. if, if you need help with the equation, we could put that up on the, in the show notes, but you can take all the way from what your close, per, what your close ratio is all the way back to how many calls you need to make. Right. right. The whole thing. So you can input the 5,000 calls and you're going to get this result. Yep. What does it cost to do 5,000 calls from labor, from to everything, right? right. 5,000 calls. And then at the end, does the cost of what you did at the front, is it less than what you got at the end? Because if it's less, even if it's, if it's 50 cents less, it doesn't matter. You, you came out ahead and you're going to bonus. And it's, it might be a little bit more at first, but it's that lifetime value. You got to f- look at that lifetime value. Don't yeah, look at like just the, cost- the six months. It can be 12 months. It can be 18 months. What's your, what is the life, what is the average length of time that your customer stays with you? And you can back it out that way. And, and if you really do the numbers, you will notice that you're going to make a crap ton of money. I and mean, that's the only reason why any agents are making any money without doing anything is because people are lazy and they stay with their insurance agent. Yeah. Well, think about the cost. You were, we were, before we turned on the uh, record button, we were, we were talking about the cost, um, the cost per policy. Mm-hmm. Right. There's probably only 1% of the agents out there actually look at cost per policy. What did it cost to acquire that new business? Mm-hmm. And that's part of this equation we're talking about. But there's a number where it makes sense. There's a number where it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And, and what I found really interesting when, when um, you know, I, it wasn't something I looked as closely at before doing ECP. Now it's something you have to look at. And you know what? Next year, for people of a certain company, it's a, it is again, it's going to be something that everybody needs to look at because you're going to have right. to invest to, to create growth. And that cost per policy, it, if you look at today, based off of the lead you bought today, it's going to be through the roof. Right. right? And 100%. then, but, but you can, you know, what's interesting. And I remember, I think my first day I looked at it and my cost per policy was 1200 bucks or something. And I'm like, ah, right. But then I look at it at the end of the month, the 30-day mover, oh, okay, we're at 180 per policy. You know, that's, that's it's not It's still awesome. not done. It's still it's not still done. Not done. Like, you're at 80 bucks a policy or 85, right? right? I mean, yeah. so, and you've been doing it for two years like this. Well, that's my, that's my two, that's my. Um, One year? 
That's about a month and a half. But okay. listen, yeah. this, this is the but whole thing. Also- and, and this is what we've talked about. You, you just jumped on this train. So when you first jump on the train, you're looking at all the metrics and there's no way that like you're going to get as great of a cost per policy as me because I have been doing this for two years and tweaking my systems. So now I've, again, I call it the money machine. I, I, I constantly tweak my money machine to -hmm. get the best result out of it. And that's what you gotta, you gotta jump on the, on the track if you want to race. So you jumped on the track, you're racing, you're getting a great cost per policy, but as you go, you're going to be tweaking. Th- what, what things can we control to tweak those sure. numbers? And we have each number. So, okay, if my close ratio is 5% instead of 12%, what, and those are just random numbers, but what is, okay, then I know if everything else stays the same, this is the thing I can tweak right now. Mm-hmm. is the, the close ratio. So that means meeting, listening to the calls, interacting with them, figure out why their close ratio is less than the guy next to them or the dudette next to right. them. Why are they closing less? Okay, let's work on that. Let's maybe it's, they, they're not handling the objections, right? Maybe they're not, right. they're not creating value or finding the pain up in the front. And then we increase that. Okay. Now we are still not getting that cost per policy down where we want to. So where else can we tweak it? Right. There's so right. many little parts along that road that you can constantly tweak with. I mean, there's everything down to email sequence. Yeah. uh, uh, Call uh, call, uh, the call sequence, um, getting telemarketers for the team. That was a big help for, for me because what's the biggest pain points of an LSP is making. Yes. So making enough dials. That's still part of that motor. So, so how do you retain people you know what i mean besides you got to make them happy you got to make sure that they know your vision and your vision is pretty freaking solid and cool (laughs) and you got to make sure that their pain points are being addressed one of it's being calls and, and stuff i mean it's not the it's a it's a grueling it's it's like they're basically like an athlete yeah. And they're going to be constantly taxed. So it's like, how can we give them those, you know, breaths of fresh air? Like, how can we make it Less better dials. for them? Yeah. Less dials, so, more talk time, right? Uh, and and yep. having, like, I love your ratio, the one-to-one. So if you have one telemarketer for each producer, then that telemarketer is generating an extra 500 dials per day that wouldn't have happened. And then if you didn't have that and you didn't have that activity, then who has to do that? Right. LSP. And what LSP is going to stay if they have to do 700 dials a day? Because mine are <laughs> yeah. averaging about 200, right? 200 dials. That's great. With, tele- with support from telemarketer. Right. You know, and then somebody will say, well, what? How the hell are you doing 700 dials day in, day out? for a telemarketer to LSP team. Well, you have to, you got to have enough leads in there. Yep. Right. So there's another part of the equation. You know, there's just so many moving parts to make there's this the, car run. Yep. You know, there's the leads that close. You got to know how, what's your lead time. Some leads close fast. Some leads close long. Some of the long-term leads might be a better cost per policy. So you really got to, I mean, you got to look at all this stuff 
on the surface, everybody talks about, oh, what's the, you know, overcoming objections? Sure. That's like such a small piece to the overall machine. And that's a great piece. Um, you got to have those systems in place, but you got to keep dissecting each part of every part of the process. What, what emails are working? What emails are not working? What, what calls? Um, what's, the, what's your close time per vendor? Um, so, I mean, you just gotta, you gotta look at it like a machine. There's a way to have the analytics to understand each moving part of each equation. And and if you're not looking at those things, then you're just guessing. Which I wouldn't, I wouldn't be spending as much. Right. (laughs) Right. You drop in 20 K or whatever it is, you know, a month on leads, you better I'm have dropping some more than that. Right. And you better have some certainty around where, you know, where the, those gaps are. Yep. And, and here's what I was so funny. I was talking to my wife the other day and I was like, I'm sure she'd was, love to hear about this. Dude. When I told her how much we're spending per day on like leads and all this stuff, she was like, Oh my gosh. She's like, I'm going to have a panic attack. I'm like, no, 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 don't worry. Like, like literally we have it. It's, it's a money machine. You put a certain amount of money in and you have a certain amount of money out. And it's because of all those pieces that we, that we've tweaked. So, I I mean, I know I like, I'm a, I'm not a lavish guy. I don't spend a lot of money on, on anything, but I do on the hats you're wearing. I do, but I spend a lot insurance in California. Well, that's right. But I do spend a lot on the business because I know that if, hey, if I put in $10, I'm going to get 12 back. And the bottom line is this. I'd rather do that than to take the money out, spend 30% on taxes, uh, invest it in somebody else's business that, that has the, the steering wheel, uh, have some, some guy take a percentage of it, and then you make 4% a year, even at 9%. It's like... I can do better than that. And if you take away all the, 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 the percentages, the chunks that everybody took out, it's, it's not, it's barely anything. It's mm-hmm. pennies to compare with what, that what we can create if we create a money machine. It's interesting that, you know, what, I don't know what percent is our worker bees versus what percent are entrepreneurs, but the worker bees feel safe in the confines of their their little journey, being the worker bee and doing what you just said, right? You take your extra, your extra money you invested in this market and get your seven or 8% and, and that's it, right? Yep. Playing it safe. I mean, we have a unique opportunity because we've decided to own a business. And when you decide to own a business, the way that you make more money is not by cutting expenses. Right. It's not by saying, well, oh, I'm short. I better get rid of somebody and I better, I mean, that's when, that's when you've in essence given up, right? That's what a big company right. that's doing layoffs, uh, the, the, you know, they're the Sears. And, and I will, yeah. I will add to that. I do have empathy for those. There is the other side. There's the agent that yeah. just wants to be an agent and not so much a business owner. And I get it. And if that, like, if that's comfortable, then stay in that. Like, I really think everybody needs to be very aware of where you want to be. And if that's it, do that. That's better for you. I get it. I don't think that there's a right way or a wrong way, but 
you know, a lot of people want that like money machine, but you got to be very realistic and self-aware of what you want. It does take a bit of a risk and it takes a lot more work uh, working under the hood to make sure that you built that money machine correctly. Any stress? And do I stress? No. Is there, does it create any stress at all? I, yes, but it's such a better stress. Like I feel like I have control that way where if, if for me, um, like to the person that thinks like, uh, oh my gosh, investing all that is stressful to me, not doing that and letting like a company be the, be the one that, that has all the control. And I'm just like, I'm along for the ride and I'll just sell the minimum to me. That's stressful because, um, I don't like, I mean, that's personally why I became a business owner. I well, like taking control of that. And you, I mean, I couldn't go in there every day and half-ass it knowing that all of my efforts are going to put money in somebody else's pocket. Right. But there's something, there's something to be said for the, for the people that, you know, they, they work a few days a week and you know what I mean? They're just, they're cruising. It's good, man. I, that I can't, I can't cruise. I can't relax like that. Mm -hmm. Like that's not me. So that's why I put so much on my plate. It's ridiculous. I always like fixing the wheels back on the car. (laughs) That's that's fun. Yes. That's fun. Building, creating. I mean, uh, it's interesting how there is it. Like, I think we run a pretty similar schedule. And sure. like, there isn't a free minute. You know, no. even, even to get on this today, I ran through my door at exactly noon. Like when, when we have to. Which was 10 minutes late. Which was 10 minutes late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't make, I, I can't make anybody happy. So <laughs> just got to keep rolling. Be happy. Myself. Dude, don't listen. Don't listen to your wife. You can make it everybody happy. <laughs> I'm just joking. She's um, a sweetheart. Didn't she say hi to you when when I answered the phone? Well, yeah, she's a sweetheart. She puts up with you. I know. <laughs> I Same with mine. Up. I would not put up with me. I would not put up with me. <laughs> they are angels. Yes. <laughs> they keep the wheels on on this car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I, <laughs> I love doing hand gestures on this thing because most people don't see them. I do this one like when I'm talking about numbers and figures, this little, I don't know this why. This little like, like, like inch thing with your fingers. Yeah, like an inch. Like this <laughs> specific number right here. And size. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's a good guavi talk. Man, what that wasn't that? very funny. Uh, it's just not a funny day. It's yeah. fun. It's fun. But it's not knee. Yeah. Is there anything else that we could bring up? No. Okay. I think we're good. <laughs> okay. <Let's> go <laughs> I think we're good until next week. And then it's, you know, we're coming up on the holidays, man. What Are we going to interview that? Santa Claus on one of these episodes? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. 
Kwanzaa Claus? Kwanzaa Claus. Rabbi Claus? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how all this works. Uh, All right. I think that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Feels like we could have gone into offensive territory. So, yeah, the wheels are turning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, thank you all, and we'll see you next week. Yes. Coffee talk. Coffee. Coffee. Coffee talk. Coffee talk. Hey, you've got to check out the Insurance Dudes Inner Circle coming soon where you get extended interviews as well as live coffee talks in our private Facebook group. Join the mailing list today at theinsurancedudespodcast.com. Hey, thanks for checking out the Insurance Dudes. Hey, please subscribe. We got some really great stuff coming out.